Back to the Deep End with Reagan and Madison on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back into Ticket Weekends. I'm Harrison Arns pushing the ones and twos. We got Nebraska Swim and Divers, Reagan Hinsey and Madison Ronquillo, uh, all here with us going all the way up until 12 o'clock. And if you want to join the show, Sarder Heyman text line 402-464-5685, as well as they're streaming on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter, and Allo channel 951. So plenty of ways to join the show. And again, if you ran the Lincoln Half Marathon, feel free to text and kind of let us know your story, even a funny sign. Uh, Reagan had some pretty good ones that she remembered. So definitely feel free to do so. But since we got a little bit of time here on this break, Madison, what do you have planned next? I feel like that was kind of your biggest thing you had planned here as far as athletically, or do you have any more plans for participating in more runs down the road? Or is this something you Mm -hmm. want to continue to do every year? Or is it just one last time while I'm here in Lincoln? Yeah. My parents asked me that question yesterday. I think this is the last time for a while, just because like I had to force myself to run last week. Like it wasn't because I wanted to, it was because like, Oh really? Let's do it. So we don't die. (laughs) So I mean, like, if I don't, I don't want to force myself, I'm at the point where it's like, if I don't feel like doing it, I'm not going to do it <laughs> when it comes to working out, mm-hmm. at least. So I do want to try uh, spin cycling because my sister, I want to try that too. My sister's getting into it and she really likes it. Was it like a spin class? Yeah. Yeah. So when I go to Bozeman next week for her graduation, she got me like a, like a free class pass. Okay. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go try that out. So that might be my new next adventure. You're kind of just trying out a bunch of things right now. Mm-hmm. You did your bars class, your hot yoga class, now you're going to try a spin class. Yes. we got to fig- She got to figure out what she likes. Have you not- figured out what you like yet? I'm not done. Oh, that's right. I, I True. I, during the uh, summer, though, yeah, I mean, I suppose you'll just keep working on what you normally do. During the summer, we train six hours a day. Yeah. That's, that's she, a lot. She don't got time you, got six hours, you do six hours a day during the summer? Mm-hmm. That's like a job. I didn't realize uh-huh. you guys put in that many hours over the summer every day, uh-huh. five days a week, uh-huh. and then three on Saturday. The summer is dangerous because there's no yeah, NCAA no regulations. It's oh. all it's all technically optional. I was gonna say, so like, what about the student athletes that want to go home? I mean, obviously they have the, but do they like tell um, them to do things while they're at home, like give them a yeah. certain workout schedule to follow? Well, it's not just that. It uh, a lot of the time. Usually people only go home freshman year, like after their freshman year, and then they stay the rest of the summers. But, um, I mean, the coaches can give them workouts to do and stuff, but at the end of the day, it's up to, it's up to them to do the workouts or it's up to them to stay active. Like I, I personally, like if you don't want to dive, don't dive, but at least do something like remotely that will keep like your air awareness. Like, so at least go to like an open gym for like to gymnastics and jump on the trampoline or something mm-hmm. like just stay active like i don't have a problem with that but it's up to the person and then like you said the coaches they're not like marking down everything it's just like they want you to be there yeah i mean yeah it's if you go home it's not like they can log your workouts right so that's interesting i did not realize you guys put in that i figured you'd still go with your summer workouts but that's a lot of workouts <laughs> six hours a day yeah <laughs> So what do you else do you got planned for the summer other than working out? Um, I'm working at Hillcrest Country Club as the dive coach for the little kids, mm. like the seven-year-olds. How much experience do you have coaching? I've been coaching for a year and a half. Okay. For the club team. What's so. the the biggest challenge of coaching people that young? 
the mental aspect? Like just attention span, you mean? No, I mean like when you tell them to learn like an inward dive and you're facing backwards and flipping forwards. Like mm. your head is literally rotating towards the end of the board. It's scary. Yeah. So it's just trying to get them to like trust you and like saying over and over, if I didn't think you could do this, I wouldn't have you doing it right now and stuff like that. And like if they do smack, they never want to do it again. Yeah, that's a good point. So it's getting that fear. That's the hardest part is getting mm. over that fear. Mm-hmm. How do you handle that fear yourself then? Because I imagine even if you're older, you go through a smack like that, it's still going to be challenging to pick up that dive. Yeah. I mean, I've smacked a lot in my day. <laughs> <laughs> um, You kind of, I wouldn't say you get used to it, but one and three meter don't hurt as much as in, like after you've smacked on 10 meter. That's a good point. <laughs> so one and three meter don't feel that bad, especially like when you're older People are like, try this dive. And you're like, what? No. And they're like, it's one meter. Come on. It's three feet off the water. Mm-hmm. So like when you're older, you just have to like, you've developed that thick skin when it comes to smacking. So you just have to like send it. At what age <laughs> did you feel like your thick skin like really set in more like, yeah, some dives are always going to be scary, but like anything off the one meter, you're just like, yeah, let's try it. Probably my freshman year of high school because okay. that's when I really like started training like okay, I can actually do this. So that I guess that's when I realized that. And then I wasn't, like, high school is when I stopped doing all the other sports. So that's when I, like, put all of my attention into diving. So that's when I needed to start getting better. So I just had to kind of be like, okay, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> so. Uh, and then, uh, Madison, I was going to ask you this. I don't think I've ever asked you this before, but was there a point in time where you thought about doing going on to the diving side as opposed to just being a swimmer (laughs) never never a question just for the air squad (laughs) uh there we uh, we didn't have any diving near me oh really so it wasn't even an option no it's not very popular in california i would say i mean like in the places where they do have platforms and they do have springboards yes mission viejo mission mission viejo uh clovis yeah fresno area um those are probably the only platforms in the entire state and even at like the high school swimming championships and stuff diving wasn't there i could yeah none of the high schools in the local area had diving there were no club diving um so yeah i mean like i wish it like i I think it would have been cool to try it Mm -hmm. especially because i did do gymnastics but I think part of the reason why I quit gymnastics was because I didn't like the flipping. <laughs> or like I'd always <laughs> see stars and I'd be like, uh, I'm scared. So yeah. uh, a question. Okay. Do you get this question a lot too? When people are like, Oh, what team are you on? I'm like, Oh, swim and dive. And they're like, Oh, so like what events do you swim? Or like stuff like that. Or they're like, Oh, so you do both. Mm, like, yeah. I'm like, no, it's like track and field where like, yeah. It's part if, you're of the name. A f- if you're a field athlete you only do jumps like if you're a jumper you really only do jumps mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they're like oh so what event do you swim and i'm like uh six feet to get out of the water <laughs> that's about it <laughs> yeah that's a good way to compare it like track and field you yeah. know we, mm-hmm. if you say track and field you don't assume that person is running the two mile and then throwing shot put yeah <laughs> you know it's it's you you imagine um but yeah again it's uh that's just something you don't really think of. And again, if you guys want to join the show, start a hammer text line 402-464-5685. Uh, I wanted to ask, you know, we talked to this a little bit about Reagan and I think you might even answer this one time before, but 
was there ever a point growing up over in high school when you're out in California when there's a fork in the road to where maybe I want to do this or I'm going to dive in and all on swimming? Was it always swimming or was there something else at one point in time that you thought you might switch gears? Um, I did do water polo for a little bit when I was still doing like the summer rec league for swimming and I really liked that and not gonna lie, I can't remember exactly, but I'm pretty sure I took like a year off of swimming doing only water polo. Oh, so you were really into it. Yeah, like we, we were into it and we would go and do tournaments and like we traveled down south for uh, Junior Olympics one year. But there wasn't much opportunity in the sport either because yeah. so gro- so California, you have the Bay Area, which is like San Francisco, Oakland, and like, you know, they got club teams for every sport. Mm-hmm. But I lived in the Valley, and in the Valley, there weren't very many. I mean, you had the basic sports of like football, baseball, basketball, um, softball was really big, soccer, but there weren't very many club sports like for Those water niche po- sports, niche sports mm-hmm. like that. Um, there was one club for water polo, and but that would have that would have had to be me driving like an hour, hour and a half away for practices. And swimming always was just kind of like I don't want to say like my only option, but it was it was something you're good at that you know you can maybe fall back on. Yeah, so something I was good at, and it was right there. Like it was in my city. It was there was a club team. There were it was a smaller club team but there was like enough people on it to like make it worthwhile and there were good coaches so like it was kind of just like the 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 best option okay and like if i tried to go a different route it would have just been way way too hard and like it would have been warm work than needed yeah you're gonna be making you know two hours on the road every day just to get to your water polo events Mm mm-hmm what was your favorite thing about water polo? I did not realize you did water polo. When I look at that sport, uh, when I watched it in the Olympics, because like you said, it isn't is super widespread, but in the Olympics, you do get to turn that on, and mm-hmm. it's, I think I would drown in there. It's chaos. <laughs> it's it so is fun. absolute chaos it is so in there. Fun. Yeah, it's very, very fun, but I think also the only, re- one of the reasons why I was so good at it was because I could swim. Yeah, and there you go. I had that like background kind of, but water polo is just a whole different breed like i would probably it it's unlike any other sport because mm-hmm. when it comes to there's the physical aspect of like when you're guarding someone like your hand is like wrapped in the strap of their suit and like you're not going like oh you, you so don't... you actually grab onto them. oh yeah like you would like i would like tuck my fingers underneath their str- their strap and you like rest your elbow on their chest <laughs> so like it would be like strap elbow on the chest like this and like you're trying to egg beat down onto them to like kind of basically drown them yeah and you want you want to float and you want to make them keep you afloat yes Mm -hmm. and i'm sorry i think the scariest aspect of water polo is not knowing when you're going underwater yeah that's a good Mm -hmm. point yeah and then plus too like the way that you egg beat like your legs can get tangled up and you get kicked and then Mm -hmm. plus you only have to touch the you can only touch the ball with one hand at all times and so there is the coordination aspect and yeah. then the endurance of going back and forth. And so, How yeah. long is a water polo event? Um, It's different. Does it break it up into periods or uh, was it just one? Quarters. Quarters? Yes. Okay. So you got four quarters? Yeah. Four quarters and a half time. How long are the quarters? Do you remember? It was, and that, for high school, it probably changes depending I, on the competition. I want to say it was like eight minutes. But then like it's like a 30 second break in between the quarters and then a two minute break in between the for halftime. See, I would just, I just imagine fighting for my life for eight minutes <laughs> and then yeah. just like, please give me 30 seconds so I can catch my breath again. Mm-hmm. Do you ever have any moments where like it got, 
you know, you got a nasty blow. Not saying that it was intentional, but you had mm-hmm. like a serious, not super serious, but serious injury enough to where you had to get out of the water. Mm, no, but I, I specifically remember this story. One time I actually did that to someone. Okay. I was swimming for the ball and you kind of want to like swim high elbows to prevent them from reaching around you. And I was swimming high elbows. I had the ball in front of me and apparently I like smacked back and like hit the girl in the nose. And all of a sudden the other team's like screaming at me. Yeah. And like the coaches and I'm like, what? And they like blew the whistle and you're supposed to stop. And Mm -hmm. I was like, what, like what happened? You didn't even feel it. I didn't feel it. But apparently the girl was just like distraught over it. broke my nose. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm sitting there like looking around. I'm like, what happened? But, so, yeah. Uh, well, from the text line, kind of fitting into your little story here, uh, Crowbait says, I feel like there are a lot of cheap shots in water polo. <laughs> oh, definitely, probably more so on the boys' side. Yeah. I mean, I'd <laughs> imagine, like, it just happens a lot, like you said, unintentionally. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're flailing around, staying afloat because you can't touch the bottom. You know, you got to stay afloat the whole time. People are leaning on you mm-hmm. so you don't drown. You have to work twice as hard to stay afloat. I feel like it's it probably does happen a lot of cheap shots, but I feel like a lot of them just... They're not intentional. Yeah. Plus, and when you watch like the Olympic people, they're a lot better at not being on top of each other kind of thing. Like they're a little more conservative with the aggressiveness because they have the skill. Yeah. The, the skill of like the passing and like knowing how to like get away from people better. So what's the defense from keeping someone from grabbing your jersey and getting on top of you like that? Just... Y- basically your size and oh being you're just able pushing them off put like yeah like push them off and you don't nec- you don't like keep your hand on them at all times like when the ball gets near then you get closer mm-hmm. so just timing it right when if, when the ball is far that's when you start creeping away and, and then the speed aspect comes into that like because if you can swim away from the person then you have a better chance of getting away from them but then again you swim away they grab your ankle and pull you right back so that sport sounds terrifying for someone like me reagan would you ever do water polo since you're more comfortable with the water oh yeah would you feel like you'd be a pretty good water polo player yeah (laughs) (laughs) so what what positions are there in water polo i'd be honest i don't really know so the formation is a three on so so you have like say you have the goal over here three and three okay so you have the wings the two outside on both sides you have the center and then you have point at top so when you like say you get the ball, your whole team goes down. The person at the point starts with the ball, mm-hmm. and the person in the center is fighting the entire time to get the goal. Is to get the their whoever's defending them on their back. You're facing, so you have their back to the goal. Have your defender on your back so that you have open water in front of you. Pass the ball, and then you, since you're the closest person to the goal, you have the best chance of shooting it. Okay. So the goal is to get it to the center, but then you have the wings. Um, the wings and the point passing it back and forth until so you're you kind of playing an inside out game until yes. you get that one shot to open up for you mm-hmm. it's very similar to basketball yeah kind of that's what it's, it sounds like you're throwing it into the high post and you got the wings around and you're just trying to move the ball around to get that open look yeah and it's like called like around the horn so you, the yellow, okay. around the horn around the horn and you just keep passing it so you're it's your water polo team you're the gm reagan wants to join your roster what position are you putting her in mm, i'd have to or does she make the team? No, I'm just Wait, kidding. you're a lefty. <laughs> you're a lefty. Yeah. Yeah, she'd be wing. Is Easily. that a super <laughs> big benefit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lefties are like a rare like a the the gem of water polo because when you're on the wings and you're on the left side, you have your no no no. 
You're on the right side. Hold on, let me think. Do you want okay, do you want it as if like you're on the outside and your outside hands? Yeah. yeah. So you're on the left side. Yes, left side. Yeah. And and you try to throw that with your right hand, it's easier to get it smacked out of your hand. Yeah. Okay. Because of the angles. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. So Reagan be on the left wing. Yep. Nice. That'd be a powerhouse. There has you'd, you'd be the secret weapon. That's true. You're... I like that. <laughs> um but yeah, what position were you real quick before we go to break here then? I was point. You were point? Mm-hmm. So you're basically you're like essentially like a point guard. I feel like you can really break this down into basketball terms. Yes. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Were you always the point? Uh, or did they try you around in a few positions before you settled in? I, I, w- I was always point. I was too small to be center. Mm. And then I could swim down the pool fast enough to like get in the spot where we needed to be. So is your center just like your bruiser? Just someone in there that like is the- way too strong to push around? Yeah. I kind of want to go to a live water polo event now. Like just talking. <laughs> I think about it'd this. be fun to watch. It like, would be. You'd just be like, I feel like my jaw would be on the floor the whole time. Yeah, I want like, a camera for under the water. They can do that. <laughs> yeah, you would. You would have to know what you're looking for because everything. A lot of the stuff happens underwater. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you could like have like a window. Well, at the Olympics, there is an underwater camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've and like at the Vanny, there's an underwater window. Do you want to go into the haunted hallway? Yeah. <laughs> you guys have a haunted hallway. <laughs> It's it. Not a lot of people go through there, but there is an underwater window in the diving well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, maybe we'll save that for the next segment because we're at the top of the break here. Uh, this has been the water polo segment. Un- unexpected <laughs> term, but uh, I, I was good with it. That's a, that's something that I don't think too many people really know the whole ins and outs of the sport. So again, if you guys want to join the show, we are streaming on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter and Allo channel 951. I'm Harrison Arns. That's Reagan and Madison across the table on the deep end. We'll be back right here on 93.7 The Ticket.